Joined by Tim Taylor, Director of Player Development for the Blues. And he knows uh, certainly a lot about the young man that we want to spend some time on right now. That's Clem Costin. His season just wrapped up in Russia. Some really looking forward to kind of breaking down Clem Costin's game now with Tim. Tim, so thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Thanks. Good, guys. Thanks for having me on. Good, Tim. Uh, look, at obviously... Clem Costin has been a hot topic here in St. Louis, and I think a lot of people forget that he's still a young guy. I think he's, what, 22 years old now, and because he's been around for so long, everybody thinks he's much older. But what what have we seen this year from Clem Costin over in the KHL uh, that you guys as an organization have really liked? Well, his work ethic, for one, uh, he came into our organization as a, as, a, as a top pick in the draft. He was taken 31st overall, and, and uh, uh, he was a player that was ranked much higher, and he had shoulder surgery at the start of the year, so he's pushed down, and, and no one knew uh, how he was going to react or how he was going to overcome that. So um, he was a strong kid with, with skill, and, and uh, he came in our organization, and I think when you're drafted in the first round, everyone has these expectations and, and put upon you, and, and the pressure of being a, a first-round pick, but... Um, you know, at 18 years old, uh, being Russian, um, we had no spot for him. He could have played in the Western Hockey League, but he didn't want to do that. So um, th- he probably, the best thing at that time would have been to play in the OHL, to play with his peers um, or the, the Western Hockey League or, or um, somewhere to play junior hockey. Uh, we didn't have that luxury with him, so we had to put him in, in our AHL, with our AHL team. And uh, it was hard for Clem. It's a men's league. It's, it, it, people don't really understand uh, the the difficulty it is to play in the HL with some really good players. And, and I think guys say this all the time, Riz, you could, you could uh, attest to this, that the biggest jump a player will make uh, in, in his career is from either high, high, um, university hockey or, or junior hockey to the HL. The HL to the NHL, there's so many players that get, that get pushed up and down. Um, it, it's very limited of the, the next level, what it's all about. But that step between uh, being an amateur player and a pro player is huge. And, and the HL players, and a lot of people don't give the HL enough credit, it's, it's, a, it's a great league, and it's a very good league, good learning experience. But it was really tough for Clem going into that and playing against men. So it's taken a little bit to find himself. Uh, to, but to answer your question real quickly here is, is that really, at the end of the day, um, Clem maturity this year was huge. Uh, Bob Hardy did a really good job in defining him as a player. When you don't know the definition of what you should be or what you are going to be at the pro level, it's really tough to find your game, and it's for young kids can get really lost. So this is a really good defining year for Clem, uh, and Bob Hartley did a wonderful job at, at defining who he's going to be and who he can be at this next level, and that's the NHL. And we believe that he can be a power forward to play in the top nine that brings some skill and some toughness and uh, a guy that can uh, add some scoring touch. Tim, how does that, uh, the, the KHL, the style of play there, how does that translate to the NHL? Well, again, so I, I have never uh, been to a, a KHL game live, seen them on TV. Obviously, we, we see the players that come and go from the KHL. Um, it's a high-skill uh, um, um, level play. Uh, they have a lot of ex-NHL players that, that go back and play and finish their careers there. Um, it, it is, you know, the one thing that I've found that, that people don't really realize or, or until they get to watch more, it is very well coached. And it, it's it's more defensive hockey than than you think it would be. When you think of uh, of Russian hockey, you think of the um, the Russian five and and the passing and crisscrossing and and and, and the routes that these players take and, and being very dynamic and very creative. But when you go watch a game there, it, it it's very very structured and it's very uh, obviously with a lot of ice. And now 
half the league is, is back to, to NHL style ice. It's not, it's not uh, uh, Olympic size. Uh, so they are converting most of the rinks back to, to uh, NHL size rinks, but it, it's very well coached and it's very defensive hockey. So it, 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 for a player to go over there and think he's going to put up a lot of points is, is he, he's just, he, he's not thinking the right way. When you go to play European hockey now, um, the structure that coaches have and, and, and uh, the durability of players and, and, and making sure you, the details of your game are strong. And it would, that's, we, we feel that's what's benefited Clem the most is gone there and had some structure and had some details to his game and, you know, being put in the top line, especially uh, going through this uh, last uh, month, a month and a half of the playoffs, being in a top line situation, playing some key moments in games where, you know, he's scoring empty net goal, being the guy that's out there the last 40, 50 seconds up. For a 21-year-old turning 22 here, a guy that also is, is uh, was relied on heavily for his physical presence in, in that league too. So um, it, it was a huge development year for him. It could have went the other way, uh, but the player himself, Clem, uh, made a, a real good commitment and, and went over there and played really, really well. And, and uh, I couldn't be more happier for him uh, because now – uh, he's got a ton of confidence, and, and, and he's, he's grown, and now he's got a championship. And at the end of the day, no matter what league it is, we want players to learn, learn how to win and what it takes to win. Yeah, Timmy, I, look, I went over at the end of my career to play in Russia, and I thought it was going to be like beer league, you know, tap it around a few times, get a couple of assists, a couple of goals. I learned quickly that those coaches wanted me to play defense, and uh, I wasn't into it at that point in my career. But that being said, uh, Clem Costin certainly learning a lot over there. And you mentioned this already, but Bob Hartley, former NHL coach, uh, I'm sure that was really, as you said, that was a really good fit for Clint, for Clem Costin. But also, how much communication did you guys have with Bob Hartley and his staff just to kind of keep track of of his development throughout the year, knowing that this was the right move for him? Well, it, it, it all came down to, like, we really want him to come back. He had no place to play, obviously, with no hockey going on in North America at the start in September when the, their league started. So um, he came to us and wanted to play, so we allowed that to happen, and... and uh, so he went and, and, and started to play, and, and he was supposed to come back. His visa got a little screwed up, and uh, he didn't have a, an appointment until January 14th, which, as you know, with, with COVID around the world, it, it, those appointments are structured, and you cannot leave that. You have that appointment, you have that appointment. If you don't take it at that time, you get pushed back, but they're not getting pushed forward. So um, we had to like, – Clem was not going to be able to come over and, and start. So it just worked out that, that, that Bob took a real shining to him, and, and really wanted to, to, to form him as a player. And, and with Bob's background in, in the National Hockey League and, and seeing young players come up and his understanding now uh, of that, that, that we had uh, with Bob, that knowing that he's going to have to really spend a lot of time with him, uh, was really good. And he, he had a lot of patience with Clem. And, and again, it wasn't all rosy at the start. Clem uh, had struggled uh, thinking he was going to go home, like said, and, and, and put up all these points. And it was a real struggle for him. And at the end of the day, too, it was it was very humbling. I think too, thinking he's going to go back to his home country and, and just dominate. So, uh, it, it, again, I bring it back to the player because you can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink it. So, everything you do, all the tools you try to give these players, they're the ones that have to to, to uh, grasp it and just take control of it. And, and Clem did that, and with Bob's help. Uh, we had a lot of uh, dialogue throughout the season with Bob. Um, I would text him, and him and I would talk. Uh, and, and he, he had some good uh, evaluations of Clem where he saw him as a player, where he needed to be as a player, and where he wanted to fit him in with his team. So uh, the growth throughout the year, the year and the maturity of Clem is a real uh, 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 a great job by Bob, to be quite honest. He, he, he spent a lot of time with him and, and 
a lot of extra time. We sent video over, and not only like you know when I, I send video to players, um, Ben Delpy, our video coordinator, he, he sends them to us and, and breaks them down. I'll send them to the players, and the players and I will talk about it. But Bob actually wanted to, him on in on this conversation, so uh, I sent the video to Bob and to, to Clem, and Bob brought Clem right in the in the locker room. Now this is videos of players that we think that Clem could be, and and he sat down with him um, in, in his own time. And tried to get Clem to understand. Okay, here's what they where they see you, and this is how I see you, and this is how I'm going to try and play you in these situations. And for you to have success, just be an open mind and just understand the details of the game are going to make you success successful in the future for you. So, um, the communication that I had with Bob was was instrumental because Bob was open to it and, and not only wanted uh, Clem to do well, but he knew if Clem did well, uh, you know, his, his development that that. Clem would really help out their team. As it turned out, Clem was like one of the top three or four forwards that they had in the playoffs in their run. So it worked out really well. But Bob was very good with, with communicating with us. Tim Taylor is the director of player development for the Blues. We're talking about Costin and when he could potentially arrive. And that would be my, my next question, Tim. How soon? How soon will we see Clem Costin here? Well, we're working through some details right now to, to get them over. Obviously, they just won yesterday, so they have a couple days here of, of going through the celebrations and, and different functions that, uh, that he has to go to. So um, he has to get a, a COVID test, obviously, uh, and be negative before he comes over. Uh, and then, obviously, the quarantine that once he comes here through the NHL protocol. So uh, we're going to try him. I'm, I'm working on that now. Uh, I'm in constant contact here with Clem back and forth. He has to get that COVID test. So once he does that, then I'll get him his flight over. But I, I would assume that uh, by uh, Monday or Tuesday, he will be in St. Louis and, and starting his quarantine. All right, Timmy, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit because text line's buzzing. Where does Clem Costin fit into this year's St. Louis Blues team, and does he fit into this team at one point? Well, you know that's that's going to be up to the coaches and Doug. Obviously, um, what we do is try and, and, and establish guys, bring them in, and, and making sure they're ready to play. So now, you know we've we've been there as a player. You go through a long season and, and the grindings of the NHL, and, and uh, it's not just it's, it's it's sometimes you just don't want to bring a guy in and just say force feed him, right? So. Clem's going to have to earn his stripes. He's going to have to come over. He's going to have to start, you know, go through a quarantine practice. And then where we're the coaching staff sees a fit that's going to help our team make the best lineup that night, uh, they'll make that decision. So um, I'm very biased when it comes towards Clem because I think that uh, he's a young guy. that's found his way now and, and, and really has matured throughout this year. So uh, I think he can help uh, our team, and, and uh, the coaches will have to decide when they, uh, when they think the time is right for him. Yeah, now – uh, one more thing here I've got about this is you talked about you sent video of players that you guys think that Clem Costin could be or the style of play uh, of a player that currently is playing in the NHL. Who are some of the players that you get, that you envision Clem Costin, if things go right, him being able to uh, play like in the NHL? Well, the one the one guy in particular is Nikushin, uh from. Um from from Colorado, the player he was in, he was drafted by Dallas. He was the same as Clem, you know, an 18 year old kid that was physically ready to play at that level. Mentally, was not ready to play at the NHL level. He went back home and, and spent uh, a year or two uh, in the KHL and, and come back and, and has been a really productive player for them. A big physical presence on the ice that is strong with the puck, does not give the puck away. It's hard to handle uh, below the dots. Which now, when I when I'm describing this type of player, I, I'm, I'm probably describing typically what the St. Louis Blues play is all about, right? You know, big physical presence and, and grinding teams down, punishing D. Um, so those are the videos that we wanted to show Clem. I think 
at the start of his career, he saw himself as Kuznetsov, and and we didn't see that, and and so we had to convince him that 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 yeah, Kuznetsov's a really good player, and he and and he's he's a top player in the league. And we'd love you to be that, but at the end of the day, it doesn't mean that Kushin's any different than Knetsov because they both bring the same value to the team. They're both valuable players to their team. So, um, and not to discredit one from another, but they both are very valuable to, to make that engine work. So that's how we try to get it to Clem that that that, um, that Nikushin is the type of player we see you being, and you're going to have more production and, and be a, a better player at the NHL level playing that style. So. Um, and Bob was really good again at, at breaking down video with him and showing him. And, 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 and it's not just, you know, the big hits or, or, or um, down low and, and, and the big goal, the strong goals in front of that, pushing guys off the puck. It, it's the details of the game. It's at the blue line, you know, getting pucks out, being strong on pucks, being able to, to play in key situations, being in lanes of block shots. So those are all the details of the game that, that Clem has really picked up on this year and, and the details that sometimes that, players like Nakushin get overlooked and, and, and you break those players down, you see the value they bring to hockey teams. Yeah, absolutely. Would love to see this young man end up like Nakushkin. Uh, the last one I got for you, Timmy, and I appreciate your time again here today is, you know, we saw Clem Costin go down with a little bit of a shoulder injury throughout these playoffs. Just an update. Obviously he's playing, but we know how playoffs are and how hockey players are. He may have been pl- playing through some pain, through some injury. How is that shoulder for him right now? Yeah, you know what? We we were very concerned. Obviously, Doug called me right away. Uh, I hadn't even seen it yet. You know, it was instantaneously, and, and I got a call from Doug, and I, I looked at it, uh, and I checked with Bob right after the game, and Bob said he'd be fine, and he'd give me a call uh, once he landed. So they did land that night, and um, Bob called me and just said, hey, everything's fine. He did finish the game. So it looked really bad, like that he was going to be out a long time, and, and obviously we're, we're grasping because he had that shoulder injury, and, and we were worried about it. But at the end of the day, he finished that game, and then he played uh, the game six, so which was uh, a, a day and a half later. So everyone was fine. He has no uh, uh, um, lasting effects from that. So uh, especially in, in uh, the, the semifinals and the, and the finals, uh, he was he was 100% healthy. Well, that's good news. Timmy, thank you so much for your time today, buddy. I know you're busy. You guys are doing a heck of a job of keeping the cupboard stocked for Mr. Armstrong, so please keep it up. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too, Tim. Thank you so much. So Tim Taylor, Director of Player Development with the Blues. Great stuff on Clem Costin there.